Move that broom, peasant. If you want to continue the honor of cleaning the king's court, you'll see it done properly. Oh, ah, uh, begging your pardon, sir. I find myself wading through piles of filth on the way to my own quarters. I will endeavor to improve, sir. Well, I should hope so. Cyril? Cyril? Uh, yes, wife? Have you brought the victuals? I have, yes. Food from the king's table. Only the best. Only the best scraps, you mean. What are we, dogs? We ought to be dining at the king's table by now. My wife, I have only just returned. Oh, hush up, you ninny. Have you brought the ledgers from the week's kitchen duties? I must go over them and plan the upcoming meals. Yes, dear. And the butchering knives for sharpening. Here. Ah, excellent. Now, be it, dear, and draw my bath, would you? I must check the larder before morning and wish to soak upon my return. Nice and hot, Cyril. Yes, dear. And don't forget the lavender. <sighs> bring this, bring that, draw my bath, blah, blah, blah. Here I am, the third most powerful man in the kingdom. And Cyril! Ah! Who? What? Knives! What are you blathering about? I have forgotten my cloak. What are you doing with that blade? Put that down before you hurt yourself. Foolish adult. Hand me my cloak. Of course, dear. Sorry, dear. Third most powerful man in the kingdom. And it's nothing but Cyril this and Cyril that. What have you forgotten this time? Uh, Cyril? I, oh, it's only you, Reeves. I thought it was, uh, uh, my beloved. Why would your wife be knocking on her own door? I take it you are alone, then? At last, yes. But she will return shortly. Come in, come in. Well, then, for now, you can put down the knife? Yeah, of course, yes. My apologies. Have you got the money? I do. Your usual percentage. Such a small amount. Are you certain we cannot increase it? Taking too much at once might arouse suspicion. We wouldn't want that, now would we? Certainly not, no. It is only the... well, never mind. <laughs> mm. We each have our own motives, Cyril, and I wouldn't trade mine for yours. Were the whole of the kingdom at stake, although your personal struggles have provided me with a golden opportunity. Literally. Yes, of course. But this golden goose is near to running its course. With this little addition, I am close to having what I need to obtain my marital freedom. From your beloved? Uh, yes, lovely woman, but occasionally we do not see eye to eye. <laughs> occasionally. My dear fellow, the entire court is aware of the state of the current union, right down to the amount of lavender you put in milady's bath. Yes, her voice does carry. Cyril! Oh dear, I must be going. Take my heed and conceal those coins post-haste. In the meantime, looks like I'll be using the window. Again. 
Don't forget the lavender. Yet another bullseye, milady. Oh, don't flatter me, Elizabeth. I crazed the outside ring and you know it. No matter. You are still the finest archer in all of England. England has many fine archers. The only one who rivals you is the sheriff, and you bested him at the tournament before the entire court. <laughs> Bruising a man's ego may not be the most effective way to win his affections, milady. That may be for the best. I fear our dear Robin has shortcomings I find difficult to overlook. I have observed him carefully, and I can find no shortcomings whatsoever. Oh, he is quite a feast for the eyes, I will admit. But his unwavering allegiance to the court rubs my soul in a rather grievous way. Good shot, milady. Oh, quiet. You know I practically miss the target. My mind is not on my aim this morning. Yes, Robin is rather distracting. He does invade one's mind, but perhaps not in the way you intend. How do you mean? Well, he's the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And as such, finds himself in situations I consider morally ambiguous at best. You speak loftily, milady. I have spoken with Friar Tuck. And through that conversation, I discovered that my fears for Robin's character were not unfounded. Oh, but, milady, He is letting a child die, Elizabeth. Oh, there's hardship all over the kingdom, milady. One can hardly lay the blame at the feet of a single man. No, Elizabeth. This was a moment in Robin's life. A test. <laughs> And he failed. That was on the mark. I see your skill has not declined since the tournament, Marion. You do nothing but practice archery. Well, perhaps if you had spent more time practicing before the tournament, things may have gone differently. Yes, well, some of us have other things to do. Like killing children? <clears throat> well, uh... <laughs> Perhaps I should take my leave, my lady. You are needed here. Uh, but but perhaps I could draw a bath, uh, prepare your meal, or, or clean, or... Uh, your arrows! I should go fetch your arrows. Well, she was in a hurry. And understandably so, given the daggers in your eyes. <laughs> I came to the range to unleash a few arrows of my own, but now I find myself eyeing the closest exit... I take it you've been speaking with the good friar. You should have known it would get back to me. I, for one, have not forgotten the connections from the past. Marion, there's only so much one man can manage. When they are so important? That's... that's not what I meant. The duties of the court take up a great deal of time, and you must admit, my presence at the church tends to make the congregation rather... nervous. Does it not bother you at all, Robin? How the people suffer? 
How a child is dying? It is not so simple as that. You know the court. You know the law. You know that John People are dying. And we sit here, in luxury, wanting for nothing. Marion, depriving yourself will not prevent the misery of all others. But it may prevent the misery of a few. Is there really no way to help? Marion, If you cannot save this poor child, then I will. By what means? By any means necessary. Funds? Food? Marion, you know that John considers the removal of anything from the court to be tantamount to treason. Then so be it. Please think about this. I have, Robin. I cannot stop thinking about it. There is no sense exchanging one life for another. And yours is so Stop, Robin. I hope you are not about to suggest that one life matters more than another. Money, position, power... They are nothing compared with a child's life. I hear what you're saying, but we cannot... But do you understand what I am saying? Does your heart respond to mercy? Please, Robin. I know you to be a good man. A man who has simply lost his way. But I know that deep inside, the Robin of old still lives and breathes. If it means this much to you, I will speak with John. But this is the first and only time, Marion. This is a dangerous game we're playing. Oh, Robin. This is no game. Thank you for listening to Episode 4 of Robin Hood, Rising to Honor. In the cast, you heard Dominic Trice as The Servant, Duffy Weber as Cyril, Kira O'Brien as Cyril's wife, A.W. Miller as Reeves, Stacey Bradshaw as Elizabeth, Alicia Hansen as Maid Marian, and Jonathan Cook as Robin Hood. Sound design by Jonathan Cook and Craig Hart. Music by Dominic Trice. Robin Hood, Rising to Honor is written, directed, and produced by Craig Hart, Alicia Hansen, and Jonathan Cook. Robin Hood, Rising to Honor is a production of LRT Media and Eternal Future Productions. (laughs) 